Hey, this is Coach Freddie here, inspiring people to do things that inspire them, and welcome to the I Have for Evolution, where we'll be discussing the benefits of growing and using industrial hemp for people, planet, and profit. Conversations about the history, legalization, farming, harvesting, processing, building, manufacturing, investing, and how industrial hemp can benefit people's lives, heal the planet, and how it can be used to make thousands of products and boost the economy and business. So, are you ready to join the iHemp revolution? Hey, this is Coach Freddie. I'm in Cincinnati, and I'm visiting with Beach at Hemptations here. This is my uh, second or third time here, and it was really great. And uh, he's a great host, put me up here for a couple days. So, Beach, how are you doing? Things are great, actually. Uh, stores are busy, and uh, everything's, you know, coming up hemp. There you go. Yeah, so now you, you've been in business there for quite a few years. I, what is it, 23 years? Uh, we'll celebrate our 23rd anniversary in September of this year. So, yeah, the awesome. September of 95. Okay, awesome, awesome. Now you have four stores here, right? That is correct. We have three in the Cincinnati area, uh, Northside, O'Brienville, and then up in Sharonville. And then we've been up in Dayton for uh, over a year now. Okay, great. Great, and I know that uh, every time I come down, we have a great time here, and we go out to eat, and we had some Indian food there the last night that was super, so thank you very much, and uh, tell us a little bit about your venture into the hemp industry a long time ago there. What got you started? And Well, uh, I was actually sitting around with my original partner, and she mentioned we should start a business, and I instantly went over to my copy of The Emperor Wears No Clothes, and I said, I want to sell hemp stuff. And so we started ordering the little bit of hemp products that were out there, which were mostly fiber products at the time, a little bit of cosmetics, lip balms. Uh, and then, you know, we started picking up the food product as it came along. Now we've got everything from the fiber products to plastic hemp, pra- plastic products. Uh, we boast the largest selection of hemp goods on the planet. I'm still true to the original idea, which was when the customer comes through the door, we want them to see all the products that hemp can make and why it shouldn't have been taken from our uh, American farmers in 1937. And since then to now, we have seen uh, it come full circle because American farmers are growing hemp and we are selling American-grown, American-processed hemp goods in the stores now and so really what you know my goal was originally when we opened up in 1995 again has come to uh, for for tuition uh so to speak uh just recently in the last years or so yeah yeah it's come a long way there since i joined four years ago with this uh hemp movement i call it Yes. And I actually call it the iHemp Revolution. <laughs> <laughs> and it is yeah, yeah. Uh, it is both a movement and a revolution. <laughs> and is. so, yeah, it's it's true. Um, and, and again, just like any movement it, uh, or revolution, it started very small, you know, and, and has and crept along, crept along uh, 
for years. And then, um, just like you said, within the last four years or so, since yeah. you've joined the, the, exactly. the revolution, we've seen uh, exponential increases with the federal government approving it with the Farm Bill on a limited state basis, which is showing great uh, strides in, in, in a lot of states, Kentucky being one right on the other side of the river there. Uh, and so... You know, again, the uh, the fact that we've moved so far forward now is uh, enlightening because I had no idea when hemp or when American farmers would be growing hemp or when the industry would really take off. And thankfully, the Canadians got involved 15 years or so ago with the grain and food industry. And so we can, you know, take them as an example. And then we've always got Chinese fiber to compare to as to why we should be doing it here as well. Yeah, and uh, I, I drove down yesterday from uh, Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania, and I took the back roads, uh, Route 22, and it was great, and I seen all these farms, a lot more farms in Ohio, I think, than in Pennsylvania, mm -hmm. a lot more flat land. What is the situation in Ohio as far as growing here? Uh, right now, we cannot grow industrial hemp in the state of Ohio. It has not been... Uh, legalized by the state or by an initiative. The Department of Agriculture has, uh, in my uh, opinion, has no interest in the matter until the state legalizes. I don't know of anyone that's trying to really do that on a um, uh, large scale right now. We attempted a couple years back and they were non-receptive. They may be more receptive now that Kentucky and Colorado and some of these other states are proving that, you know, it's not just 15 or 20 acres. It's not just 100 or 200 acres. It's thousands and thousands of acres being grown. And then once again, there's no, you know, nothing's been swallowed up in Kentucky. There's no, there hasn't been any mass arrests or supposed drug overdose since industrial hemp is being grown by the thousands of of acres and so once again that's proving that the the industrial part of it which is a non-euphoric side of it is only really good for the industrial parts that we've been talking about for as long as we've been talking about <laughs> exactly <laughs> <laughs> So, uh, so what are your your thoughts for the future of uh, Hamptations? Uh, I know you've been in business for a long time. I don't know if you really thought about uh, in 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 the near future or five years from now. What, what's your thoughts on that? Well, you know, I um, as a serial entrepreneur uh, and a manufacturer of hemp goods because we also do we work with fiber product and, and hemp goods. Uh, I would like to uh, move into the plastic part of it possibly start manufacturing some hemp plastic goods okay um you know i really feel like you know once again my goal would be in, in the perfect world all petroleum plastic would be replaced by hemp plastic and so you know things as common as plates or or anything like that which is really biodegradable so you could have a hemp plastic plate you know, for as long as it's good and literally go bury it in your backyard and it would go back to the earth and, and be productive again. 
Um, you know, I had, it was proposed once where someone was making or asked, you know, why would we want to make, say, a hemp spoon? There's already enough spoons in the world. And it would really be so no more spoons were made out of either some type of iron ore, which is being mined out of the ground, or some type of uh, petrochemical-based plastic, you know, to make that out of of, uh, hemp plastic, uh, you know, would be a a great thing. And then, you know, everybody's really doing that. I'd like to to really promote the construction part of it because everybody seems to still have a huge interest in the um, use of industrial hemp in uh, building with building projects, uh, you know, everything from hempcrete to, to hemp paint, to hemp stain, uh, you know, all those things, which are so much more friendly to the environment on a long-term basis than some of the things that we used to build with now. Um, and so, you know, I will continue to promote hemp until everything in the world is per- changed and made from hemp. <laughs> so I, fi- <laughs> I figured that's probably going to take me into this life and maybe a couple other because there's a lot of stuff <laughs> that, that needs to be replaced. Uh, and so, you know, I figured that battle <laughs> will keep me going. Um, you know, on the environmental note, I've been putting a lot of thought to dedicating more time into recycling laws, which... You know, we really don't have any recycling laws, which then don't, um, you know, and unfortunately not that I'm for more laws, but because there's such a lack of interest and um, profit from recycling, a lot of private companies don't want to do it. And I think that, you know, if we had to push people to do it, we could get a lot more waste, so to speak, turned into um, the future uh, instead of making new products, you know, so that's, you know, kind of off the, the hemp part of, of my life. And, you know, every day seems to be, you know, they're all filled with hemp. And then, you know, I, I never know what's going to be put in front of me tomorrow that I may say, Hey, you know, what? I, I think that's a good idea, not just for the planet, but, uh, you know, for my businesses and, and, and everything that we do. Yeah. I, I know here that in Cincinnati, when the uh, media, uh, has something, or they want to know something about hemp, they reach out to you. It is true. On the, on the, on the whole cannabis, <laughs> I, I do have a lot of knowledge on the cannabis, and I do feel like we, uh, you know, I have provided, even just through the, the hemp, through Cincinnati, I think that, you know, a lot of Cincinnatians, um, have been educated on hemp, and, and now more that cannabis is, you know, the whole plant is becoming, uh, legal, for its many purposes across the country, which I am also behind, you know, I, I am for the legalization of it. I, you know, if it's not legalized for everything that it can do, then we can't do the research to prove that it's bad for us to begin with, you know, which I think is quite ironic in the long run because, you know, they keep saying that some of this stuff, including the industrial hemp parts of it, which they don't, you know, uh, as far as feeding the grain to cattle, you know, you have to jump through hoops and, and ladders to be approved in some states just to feed cattle a grain that, once again, is no more dangerous for them than any other grain that they mean or uh, could actually have benefits to um, whatever, the dairy or the meat of that. And, you know, that's still the, the controversy of industrial hemp. And so, you know, until it's just fully 
legalized and, 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 you know, they can put the regulations wherever they think they need to until the regulations don't need to be there anymore. And, uh, you know, the whole plant can be treated with less, um, less evilness, so to speak, and more open-mindedness so we can really, people can still, I mean, there are plenty of people out there that are even afraid to talk about industrial hemp because they're just afraid to even talk about cannabis to begin with still and so you know we have a long way to go on the education part of it which you know i both struggle with every day and so you know that's yeah yeah. that's still an endless battle honestly (laughs) i think that even even as it becomes more and more legal for whatever purposes um there's still a lot of education out there that needs to be done to to separate those purposes and then make sure everybody realizes what why those purposes are good bad or indifferent so to speak uh and so you know that's that's still a never-ending struggle thankfully because you know i i like that battle yeah. yeah. So, what else would we do with ourselves, right? That's right. I, tell you, I, would, I may be lost. And so, <laughs> so yeah, you know, I might have to consider retirement. And no. I tried that once, and I didn't like it. So. Didn't like it. Yeah. So here we are. That's you know, right. It's true. Yeah. So uh, I know there's some big events coming up uh, in the in the future here uh, in Tennessee. Yeah. The, yeah. Yeah. Uh, we're gonna we are planning on attending the. Uh, East NOCO, NOCO. No, it's it's Southern, a, Southern Hemp Southern, Expo. Southern Hemp Expo is the yeah. official name. Thank you for knowing that. Uh, yeah, I, 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 I plan on it, uh, attending that one. We were out uh, west a couple years ago, and uh, I'm really looking forward to, that's, you know, that's just a short drive away yeah. down to Tennessee, and, and I really feel like they do the best job of putting as much hemp under one roof as they can and educating, um, you know, the, the public on all things hemp. And so, yeah, I'm looking forward to that. Uh, you know, and, uh, we'll probably make another trip down to Asheville sometime soon for hemp X. Uh, those guys down there are really doing a great job of, of bringing people in and educating people in North Carolina, uh, on, on what's going on down there. Um, and, uh, you know, hopefully, uh, maybe in the sometime in the near future, I'll get invited to some thousand acre hemp farm, Yeah, you know, after spending some time in the half an acre farms in the first, <laughs> in the first year, uh, it, it would be fun to, to go and look at, uh, somebody that's, you know, growing a thousand acres or something yeah. somewhere that would be neat. So, uh, you know, I can always, uh, have, I can, I can still come up with some goals, there you go. <laughs> <laughs> that, that these hemp farmers can can, uh, can work on yeah. and, and whatnot. So. Yeah. Well, you've been in a big inspiration to a lot of people uh, in this industry. Uh, I know a bunch of them, including myself, uh, that uh, you're always out there, you know, sharing information, having a lot of products, uh, supporting the iHemp Revolution Roadshow, which I'm on, and all those things. So I want to thank you, Beach. Well, thank you very much. Uh, you know, I, uh, sometimes I feel a little unappreciated in my, uh, Cincinnati, uh, hemp world, uh, <laughs> because I really feel like I'm like on this island of hemp. And, uh, but I, I, you know, I look back and I have such an appreciation for all our customers over the years, my employees, uh, you know, I can't thank them enough for, for showing up every day for all those companies that have been and 
will continue and all the new companies that are producing goods with hemp that's become uh, incredible. The voices like yourself, uh, you know, and, and Rick Trojan, who uh, I admire immensely for just traveling around and uh, being a voice uh, because, you know, as we discussed, you, you go and they, they stop you when they know what you do. And I feel that because when I travel, I'm always wearing some hemp stuff and it always is clearly hemp stuff. And they're like, wait, hey, what's going on? And, <laughs> yeah. and, and as you know, it, it doesn't take us long to get to ramble. And I, you know, I feel like I've been saying more and more, even recently, how I feel like I'm this, uh, snake oil salesman, you know, I'm a hip oil salesman <laughs> up on my, you know, it's good for this and it's good for that. Uh, but it really is good for this and good for that and good for so much more. Uh, and so, you know, and the farmers, um, you know, we, we couldn't be doing it now without them. And so, uh, you know, it's, it's been great to know over the years that I have sent my voice out there for others to use and only hoped, you know, and that there are, uh, people out there selling hemp goods and 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 that was always my goal too is uh you know i i didn't i never thought anybody was my competition and i was always willing to give anybody advice that wanted to start a uh a hemp store or sell hemp goods whether it was in cincinnati or california and you know just helping people um you know, and that has has been an honor uh over the years and you know i i look forward to more of that um you know because there's so much more of that to come uh and so you know it's we have we're, we're moving we're still i think we're coming down the other side of the mountain you know we're yeah. not quite to the bottom of the other side of the mountain yeah but we're getting really close we're getting really close uh because everybody has hemp products everybody you yeah. know you yeah. can't you know i mean uh we're we're kind of special because we're a true hemp store that has the largest selection of hemp on the planet but you know to me i take pride in the fact that walmart has hemp products and whole foods has hemp products and you know ralph Lauren makes hemp clothing and adidas has hemp shoes and you yeah. know there are so many places you can go into and you don't even know that there's hemp exactly. on the shelves and that's always been part of my goal too is to, to literally <laughs> replace everything with hemp. no one needs to notice for yeah. that matter and and we walk away with a much cleaner nicer planet yeah, I remember when I first got here, you said that uh, you you consider yourself the hemp department store, even though you're small. Each store is small. It's the the department store, and I like that. Yeah, it's true. Again, you know, when I when I have to go and I have to give a general description of what it is, a department store fits us best because we have clothing, we have accessories, we have pet supplies, we have paper, we have food, we have you know all all these different little yeah. niche stuffs, and again, it is it is compacted in there, but it is um, a pretty good line of those things too. It's not just one or two yeah. paper products; it's a whole shelf of paper products. Yeah, and you have the one product, the the, uh, the cornhole. The yeah, bags. We, we make the cornhole bags here because cornhole is, in fact, uh, big in Cincinnati. For any of those out people listening out there in the rest of the world, uh, cornhole is the uh, the bag game where you throw the bags of corn, uh, canvas-like bags, hemp bags, into the hole on the opposite side. And, you know, we actually make a hemp, uh, we call it a hemp high flyer, which is a Frisbee. Okay. Uh, soft yeah. Frisbee and some other things that we manufacture here under the name of Planet Everywhere. 
And, oh, like, uh, I like that one too. Yeah. Yeah. Planet Everywhere uh, has, uh, we've been manufacturing goods under Planet Everywhere for probably about seven years now. And oh. it's mostly uh, just to supply the stores with the stuff that, that we want to make locally. Um, you know, it's not a, a large scale wholesale or anything. Um, but again, it is uh, goods that are manufactured locally uh, and made out of hemp sold in the stores and so you know that's that's kind of something that's kind of neat and again i would love to take large scale maybe someday but uh you know it's um that's a whole nother a whole nother battle i suppose yeah. in, the, in the world yeah. of hemp well every day th- every day you get up and you probably find a, a new idea in your mind there right <laughs> oh i have a list of, again i have an endless list of 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 things that uh that I can come up with that I that I believe uh, should could and will be made out of hemp. Uh, it's true uh, because it is endless. Um, you know there are so many things that there aren't many things that it can't do. It, there really isn't. And so you know every time you you see something that you know that that can be made out of hemp, especially for me, I think, ah, yeah, for sure. You know, that should be made out of hemp. Yeah. You know, my goal would be, and this is the one I would really love to see is toilet paper. You know, there's oh, yeah. a, there's a lot of internet talk about it, but no one has made it yet. But I think that would just be, uh, you know, pure genius as far as a great resource from not killing trees for a product that we have become quite, uh, fond of yeah. in our in our lives i just imagine oh. <laughs> I, can, I can just imagine some of the names you might come up with if you started making this in your store <laughs> <laughs> well you know hip so soft would probably be a good one <laughs> you know i know you know but uh, can of butt uh, <laughs> no it's uh you know it's uh and that's that's you know, a big one, obviously, because anything that you can make from uh, wood, you can make from hemp. And, and so, you know, that being included, the paper products, uh, which which we use, um, you know, I use and, and we, the company uses uh, hemp paper products. Uh, and so, you know, if we can replace cutting down the trees for no reason at all, uh, you know, uh, or even because it has a good reason, you know. I mean, I, um, I think that that would be, once again, a benefit that we're, you know, it's a long-term benefit that I don't know anybody's really seen now because, once again, we're growing mostly for the grain uh, and the CBD, and it won't be until we're really growing for the fiber um, that we will see the transition into those things. But, in the same line is that's the way the environmental world is going. So we can only hope yep. that that will continue here and across the planet. Um, as far as, um, you know, just an environmental benefit uh, alone. And again, the plastic products, it's yeah, once again, endless. Yeah. So what's the, do you have in mind what the first product will be that you're going to make with the 3D printer? Man, now that's, uh, that is a very tough question. Uh, you know, it'll probably be a 
plastic Hemptations logo. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's a good one to start for the, off for with. the first one. Uh, you know, maybe uh, right. You know, which actually we could do for a um, a cup holder, not a cup holder, but uh, um, oh, I can't think of the word for it. But uh, you know, in the long run, I'm sure I could come up with actually plastic cups. Mm-hmm. You know, just a hemp plastic cup. Yeah. Um I you know I really like the idea of uh of hempware uh hemp uh eating utensils so to speak hemp plates um you know I think that uh I think that that would be you know, I think any environmentalist actually if we're, they were looking for a set of a set of of plates or something for for a housewarming gift or something I think honestly is quite genius. Yeah. Um you know, and so, and again, I want it to be everyday products, which is something that we've always tried to do. Again, with all the products that we have, I've tried to make them everyday products. And, so, you know, shampoo and lotion and soap and uh, clothing and all those things, you know, socks and uh, bags and, um, you know, even the paper products that people use every day, uh, you know. And so, you know, I think the that when we are hopefully developing hemp uh, uh, plastic products, again, it will be something that will be useful, uh, you know, instead of something that's, you know, kind of niche But, you know, we'll do something niche just, you know, because, yeah. you know, that is that is who we are as far as temptations <laughs> goes, you know. Yeah. We want, we want it'd be neat to have just some kind of cool little, uh, something out there, you know, maybe a, a hemp plastic um, uh, holiday ornament, or you know, yeah, you never, you know, something. But I think you know something that the people can either become attached to, or something that they can use in their everyday life. Yeah. Uh, you know, then that's kind of you know that's how that's who, who we try to be, who we are. Uh, yeah, and I I grasp that. I, I get a lot of energy when I come to your store here, so it's really cool. <laughs> right, right, yeah, yeah. It is, uh, you know, we do try to pass on the, the positive energy of yeah. the cannabis plant uh, in all its forms, for that matter. So if you could give one last word, uh, something, uh, your words of wisdom, let's say, for our listeners, what would that be? Uh, you know, just take it all in, uh, take it all in, uh, put it where you want it um, and, and use it in the future no matter what you're trying to do honestly you know i mean uh i think that the one thing that i think um as an entrepreneur and when what people as uh when they're trying to be entrepreneurs even is uh you know don't be single-minded just because the business that you're in be broad-minded uh no matter what it is even if it's if it's not hemp whatever it is you know look at all the aspects of 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 what you're doing that including the you know what is the impact what's what's the impact to the planet what's the impact to your life what's the impact to other people's lives you know and and get as much information as you can you can take it all in and how you want to decipher it is totally up to you and how you want to put your energy is up to you but limiting yourself to just focusing on singular ideas um you know it it may work. I'm not saying that it doesn't work, but I believe that a broad spectrum of, of information, um, helps you in, in your individual life and in your, in the business world. 
because if you're trying to get into any business, most more than likely you have customers and customers come from everywhere. They come, they should come from everywhere. They come from every walk of life. They come from every, uh, upbringing from everything. And so the more you learn about everything generally, you know, the better that I think you can represent your product no matter what it is. Yeah. It's great. Well, Beach, thank you very much. Thank you and thank Hemptations for being a guest on the IHAMP Revolution podcast and a supporter of the IHAMP Revolution Roadshow. Thank you, Coach Freddie. As always, it is a, uh, it's an, always an honor to hang out with you and, uh, and, and shoot the hemp, so to speak. And <laughs> I like that. We're and, shooting uh, the hemp. We're shooting the hemp. Uh, yeah. And so, uh, again, thank you and uh, for getting the word out there for everything that you do and, and, and uh, for the old cannabis plant. I want to thank our listeners for tuning in today. And make sure that you subscribe to the iHemp Revolution podcast on iTunes or Stitcher Radio. Give us a review and follow us on facebook.com forward slash iHempRevolution. Like us and then tell your friends. Help us spread the word about how using industrial hemp can benefit people, heal the planet, and provide long-term profit. This is your host. Coach Freddie, inspiring people to do things that inspire them, and thanks for joining the iHemp Revolution.